Hi, welcome to another episode of Stress Bucket Solutions. Here we are again after another week. Uh, what's been good about your week? Have a little think about that right now. Uh, what else has been good? What else has been good? Keep thinking of lots of different things that have been good about your week and keep going. That's the first question I ask in sessions. What's been good? And that this isn't denying any stress or strain you've had this week. It's about just engaging the right part of your brain. And today's episode is about how we're being solution focused, but we're not problem phobic. Like I just said, we're not denying your problems or your stresses. It's actually in response to um, a couple of different clients have said this um, to me over the last few weeks. So I thought it's more in response to, to that. A couple of different clients have said to me this week that they've recommended me to someone and uh, different people. And these people already know a little bit about me from my social media or they might have met me in networking or something, but they do follow me. And they've sort of said, oh, you know what? Hey, you should really chat with Jin. I'm getting on really well with Jin and you should chat with her. And they both said something along the lines of, oh, no, she's just a little bit too positive for me. She's just a little bit too positive. She's just positive all the time. Like, you know, I don't need that. There's a lot of issues I need to work through. Um, but she just seems a little bit too positive and happy. Uh, and I understand that. It's not, it's, I don't take that as an insult or anything. I totally get that. What they're meaning is I'm too solution focused and what their, their impression or their understanding of what therapy is, is to go over the problems. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know, yeah, of course I don't do that. Uh, I am solution focused. I don't go over problems. But I'm not overly positive either. Obviously, they've got the impression I am overly positive. But I'm a pretty positive person. I mean, that's what why I do what I do. I will say that. But I today's episode is in response to that kind of reaction that I am not too positive. This is not toxic positivity. We've done an episode on that in the past. Um, it isn't about toxic positivity. It isn't about staying away from your problems and never talking about your problems. What this is about is about understanding brain function. The reason I'm seen as positive is that I know if you can get into that part of your brain that is more positive, the intelligent brain, if you can engage your intelligent brain, you will be more creative. You will be able to face life's challenges from there. So when I first talk to clients, it's about, but yeah, tell me what is going on? What is going on with your anxiety? What is going on with your depression? How much is this affecting your life? So we dig deep into the problem. But the final question is, what do you want to do about it? If I had a magic wand and you didn't have this problem, what would you be doing? And everyone always has got a great answer for that. And they're not saying, look, I wish, you know, my problems would disappear. No one's actually ever said that to me. And that's the point of engaging the intelligent brain. Once you engage the intelligent brain, you will be able to face life's challenges, all those things that you've got coming at you with much more rationale, much more objectivity, much more intelligence. You'll be much more creative. Like, what do I need to do? You'll be up for the challenge of the stresses going on in your life. And that is why you might get the impression that I'm seen to be very positive. I'm seen to be, you know, really, oh, yeah, let's talk about what's been good about your week. 
that that isn't the purpose of that question. All my clients understand this. I'm not asking you what's been good about you eat just because, oh yeah, let's just pretend everything's okay. We're not pretending everything's okay. What we're trying to do is do some brain training here. We are trying to get away from the negative, anxious, primitive part of your brain. And we're trying to engage the intelligent brain. When you're in your intelligent brain, you are being intelligent and objective. You know your problems don't disappear. I'm not tricking you to think your problems are going to disappear. But I know you will deal with that same challenge from that better part of your brain, the intelligent brain, the left prefrontal cortex. Dealing with your issues in life from there is far more productive. You know those people who are resilient, who are meeting life's challenges. The reason that they're doing that is that they're not going into their fight or flight or freeze response and staying there. They are going into it. It's only natural. It's very difficult to stop. But they're not staying there for long periods of time, being absolutely consumed with anxiety and filling up their own stress bucket. So let me say this again. This is not toxic positivity. This is about trying to reduce the residual stress that's in your life so that you can tackle the bigger stresses of your life. And we've all got them. We've all got massive stresses. You know, you might be caring for elderly parents right now. An illness, a chronic illness or something, a chronic illness of someone in your family, relationship breakups, financial strain. I mean, if you you know, with what's going on with the current climate at the moment, energy bills and things going up, there's a worry about this. But being overly emotional and anxious and worrying about it isn't going to help anyone. We need to find solutions. We need to get you feeling objective. Now, I'll tell you a little story. There's an, a really good example of this. Maybe the story might help you understand the, the angle I'm coming from a little bit better. I went to a, a networking event uh, before uh, last year before Christmas. And um, someone was asking for, the, it was a female only event. Um, so maybe that's why people are a bit, little bit more creative or open about their challenges. And someone was saying, look, I'm, I really need a business mentor or a business coach. Can anyone recommend one? And we, they're just asking sort of a group of people, um, you know, uh, I'm really trying to get my business off the ground. And uh, so I really need a business coach. And the reason I need a business coach is I can't seem to get my business off the ground because, you know, my, I'm really struggling to look after the kids. You know, it's, a, it's an age old problem for women struggling to look after the kids. The house is a mess. Unfortunately, I'm going through a relationship breakup as well. I've got lots on my plate. So what I really want is someone on the business side of things to really, really help me. And that absolutely, you know, makes sense, doesn't it? You know, quite valid sort of point that, you know, you, you're trying to run your own business as well on top of that. So why don't we get someone to help us with the running of the business? But actually someone said, and it was fascinating, this solution came up and it just, just made me smile, made all of us smile, actually. Um, someone said, you don't need a business coach or a business mentor. mentor. What you need is a cleaner and a childminder. And I thought that was brilliant because what you're saying, and it was just like the penny dropped with this person. It was like, oh my God, yeah, I so do. I so, That's exactly what I need. So the focus was in the wrong area. And when you're totally overwhelmed with a full stress bucket, it definitely is. You have got no creativity to think 
objectively that what, what is it that I actually need here? So where the focus was on how do I develop my business, what that person actually needed was yeah, a, a cleaner one hour a week would have or a couple of hours a week would have taken away a whole load of stress. A childminder for, you know, um, one day after school or two days after school to pick up the kids after school and bring them home, you know, that would have made a whole load of difference instead of a business coach or mentor. Because once that time is freed up, once that stress is taken away, then you this person would naturally be able to focus on their business. They they knew what they needed to do. They don't need a business coach at this stage. They were just, you know, wanting to start off on their business. But with all the other stresses going on in life, they were absolutely overwhelmed. So they were looking for the solution in the wrong place, but it was still being solution focused. But the solution was so much clearer when we bring that stress level and that overwhelm down a little bit. And that's what I ask of my clients. What is your solution? You will come up with the solution when your stress bucket is a little bit emptier. But what is tipping you over the edge? And I often find that with clients that when they come to that point of overwhelm, I'll say that, you know, so your stress bucket has been filling up over maybe days, months, years even. But something has tipped you over the edge. And I guarantee you that something that tips over the edge is probably something small. It's that buildup of residual stress in the past that has filled up your stress bucket. So where is your focus? It should still be on a solution. And that's why I'm solution focused, that there'll be other things you can do to relieve the stress. So then you can really focus on what's important. In the example I I just used, the business. If you can take all these other things away, these are relatively simple solutions. But overwhelm stops us thinking straight. So I want you to have a think right now, there must be something in your life you can solve a very small thing as well. A very, very small thing, you know, that, that get a cleaner, get a child minder, you know, clean the kitchen. You know, I used to just tidy my cutlery drawer. It just made a whole load of difference. There must be something you can do right now as one very small step to get that momentum going in the right direction. Of course, there will be big issues you need to deal with in your life, but you've got to start somewhere. And this is why in solution focus work during sessions, I make a big deal out of the little things. Once you get that encouragement for the very little things that you do, it really starts to build up momentum. So there must be something little that you can solve right now. Don't underestimate the power of it. As soon as you finish listening to this podcast, I want you to go and do it. It could be uh, tidying up a drawer. It could be emptying the dishwasher. There must be something you can do right now that will actually make you feel a bit better, that will start you, you working. When you're working, the first thing I do is make sure my desk is tidy. You know, I'm not procrastinating. I'm doing something that I know that will just get me out of the starting block. So if I'm very overwhelmed with things, right, what's the first thing I can do? I need to make sure, you know, my fridge is stocked. It might be something as simple as that. You know, it could be totally unrelated to work. So if I'm very overwhelmed at work, it might not be anything to do with work that I'll do. It might be like, yeah, the example might be I might tidy my desk. I might sort out some paperwork. I might clean up some of my files uh, on my PC. But it also could be something completely different. It could could be making sure the bathrooms are clean, making sure I know what I'm having for dinner the next couple of nights. 
those little things can make a huge difference. So in solution-focused work, we make a big deal out of the very, very little things. Now, talking about that residual stress in your stress bucket, this is how I help people deal with things like weight gain, uh, menopause is another huge one, dealing with terminal or chronic illnesses, looking after their families if something's going on, terminal or chronic illness in the family. What I, I In those situations, I can't be positive and I don't expect you to be positive. If someone in your family has a terminal illness, I'm not saying, oh, you, you know, oh, let's pretend it all goes away by thinking positively. I, that isn't what I do. I'm not always positive. But what I do know is I need to get you into the intelligent part of your brain. And what we need to do is we need to eliminate all that residual stress about all the nonsense things that have happened in your past or all that anxiety you've built up with the future. I want to empty that out of your stress bucket so that you then have that presence in your intelligent brain to deal with these really big, important things in life, to deal with terminal illness, to deal with menopause, to deal with weight gain and feeling physically unwell. You know what you need to do. It's just that you do not need your brain clouded with lots of other stresses and strains in life. I want you to give priority to those things that are really important in your life. And for that reason, you need to empty your stress bucket. You need to get your stress bucket empty, not to stay positive, but to stay intelligent, to stay rational and objective, to help you meet life's challenges. There's many, many people I know, and I'm sure you know as well, that have had many, many challenges in life, but are still working through them and still have this level of resilience. The reason for that is that they prioritize their stress, that there's some things that they need to really focus on and other things they will completely let go and say, no, I can't deal with that right now. I need to prioritize these bigger things in my life. If you're running around like a headless chicken, pretending to be very busy and important over lots of nonsense things, that can be got rid of. You don't need to prioritize that at all. So if you're running around, flapping around, doing whatever, these things do have a solution. Focus on those important things in life, whether that's business, personal, work, you know, financial, there'll be big things you need to deal with. So that is my response. And, and I'd like you to pass that response on forward as well to anyone who thinks solution focused work is too positive, that it's too happy. It's not about that. It's about engaging the right part of your brain to deal with the priorities in your life and get rid of all the residual nonsense stress, as I call it. So like I said, you know, the, the example I gave, you need a cleaner, you need a childminder. You know, that's the solution here. What can be done here? Or we get someone else saying, well, we get the children involved in the business as well. They will love it. You know, you get them on board. You become a team. It's really interesting. They'll love it. We need to find other solutions for those things so that we can focus on the most important things in our life. And that's what I help my clients with. So in solution focused work, although we're solution focused, it doesn't mean we're problem phobic. We do address the problem. We look at the big problems. 
But what I tend to find as the stress bucket empties is those problems, a lot of those problems disappear. What used to be a problem stops becoming a problem anymore because you start saying, no, I need to get I need to get that sorted. People start clearing out cupboards. They start working on their personal boundaries. That's a huge one in solution focus. Right? We work on personal boundaries to people feel like they can say no. They don't have to answer yes to everything and be everything for everyone. They start looking after themselves so that then they are much, much stronger to deal with the really big, important things in life that do give us stress. And looking at in the UK anyway, at the current sort of political climate, the financial climate, the economy, you know, we need to be ready uh, for this as well. So if there's anything small that can help you reduce your stress right now, please go ahead and do it and do not underestimate the power of it. However small it is, just a tiny thing could make a huge difference. And I want you to know, I, I would make a big deal out of that. If you came to me one week and said, oh, you know, I just, I tidied up a couple of kitchen cupboards. I'd say, wow, brilliant. Well done. Did you feel good? And just focus on that for a moment. So I hope today's episode has helped you. And I, I hope it helps you understand that solution focus work is not all about being positive in that sense, in that whole Instagram life sense. It's not about that. It's about engaging your intelligent brain to get objective, have intelligent, objective conversations, learn how to deal with things, get creative with solutions as well. Like being challenged, the intelligent brain loves a challenge. The intelligent brain loves being pushed. It's called the intelligent brain, or I call it the intelligent brain, because it's attached to all your intelligent resource. That's really, really important. You you have all the solutions inside you. You are the expert of you, but you need to have an empty stress bucket so you've got a clear ahead. I hope that helps. Something to think about this week anyway. Um, So don't forget, social media, I'm everywhere. You can send me a message if you want, especially if you want an episode on a particular subject as well. I've got a few of those coming up of suggestions that people have made. Um, Today is the last day for you to get the £50 off my video course if you wanted that as well. So that's going to end tomorrow, actually, um, 31st of August. So um, uh, the code for that is VIP50, VIP or capital letters 50, VIP50. Uh, and that gives you £50 off my online video course, which is on my website, uh, ginlally.com, G-I-N-L-A-L-L-I, all one word, dot com. Uh, have a look there that today will be the last day to get £50 off. Um, obviously, otherwise, it'll stay on there at the normal price. Don't forget, you can read more about how to empty your stress bucket in my book. I've written lots of blogs and there's plenty here on the podcast as well. Go back and listen to episodes. You can jump in and out. I've designed them that you don't have to follow them in any particular order. Jump in and out of a title that might interest you. Pass them on to anybody who you think it might help as well. Um, You know, it's just something that I think podcasts are a great way to get information. And this is the easiest way for me to get my information out there as well. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I want to thank you for all your support. Uh, I really appreciate it. I get lots of messages. I love recording my podcast, uh, basically because I get to sit here and chat for 20 minutes uninterrupted. So yeah, I'm in heaven. So I love it. Um, But I do recording it, love recording it. I do like talking about different subjects and things that might be a little bit topical as well. 
So I hope you've been enjoying listening to it. So until next time, get some good sleep. Don't forget to do your three Ps. Keep focusing on what's been good so that you can limit what goes into your stress bucket. And then that will help you deal with the big challenges in your life as well. Okay, so remember, we're solution focused. We're not problem phobic. This isn't toxic positivity. This is solution focused positivity and getting you creative. So remember to understand how your brain works. It likes a bit of solution focused work. You will be much more creative that way. So until next time, see you then uh, for some more stress bucket solutions. Bye for now. Take care.